listeners. Welcome to the Positively Hungry Food and Nutrition Podcast. I'm your host, Gabby, a registered dietitian and online nutrition coach. This podcast will help keep you informed on topics of food, fitness, health, and wellness in a super laid-back format. And my goal is to reduce fear and confusion and provide practical advice, empowering you to live a healthy and happy life. Let's dive in. Hey y'all, this is Gabby. I'm super excited because this is my very first podcast episode. So if you're here, if you're listening, I'm so thankful for you. And I'm just really excited to get started on this podcast venture. To be honest, um, it's been something I've been thinking about for a while. I kind of put it off because I've got, you know, other things going on. But then recently I realized like, you know, it's not going to take up so much of my time. It's going to be something I enjoy. I love talking about these things. Um, and it's just another platform for me to to share more accurate um, science and evidence-based nutrition advice. And so, of course, you know, I have an Instagram, I have a private Facebook community, but I feel like only so much can be said in like an Instagram caption or in the Facebook comment section, which, yeah, anyway. Um, so I know a lot of people these days are podcasting. Uh, which I totally love, and I follow a ton of different podcasts myself. I love talking, and I love these topics, so that's really what led me here. Um, And for this first episode, I'm really just going to share like a brief background on my journey, like what first got me interested in nutrition science and um, dietetics, and then kind of give you guys an overview on like what the heck even is dietetics like just as a study and as a profession um because I didn't know about the profession itself until I was like you know in college until I chose my degree so and then also just kind of talk about like the qualifications of dietitians and like what really sets us apart as the nutrition experts out there So I was first introduced to like food and nutrition science actually back in high school. So I was pretty fortunate with like the, just to have even the option of a nutrition science course. Um, Even though it was like a basic introductory course, it was obviously like a gateway for me. So um, I went to Coppers Cove High School. Um, If anyone knows where that is. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But so I went to Coppers Cove High School and um, yeah, there was, I had an amazing um, teacher and she really like sparked my interest. She was super enthusiastic about um, cooking and like teaching young people about the science of cooking and the art of cooking, like how to have fun with it. Um, But it really got me interested in like, you know, human health and human nutrition and under better understanding like what nutrients are why they're important why we need a variety of them and also at my high school we had the option of like kind of branching off and going like the chemistry route or the physics route and so I really enjoyed chemistry and biology so I went the chemistry route 
and I was also able to do like organic chemistry a little bit. Um, I dived into a little bit of that in my later high school years. And so I just realized that like food, nutrition, and biochemistry, and metabolism, all this like nerdy stuff. I was like, oh my god, it, they all, like it intertwines a lot more than I initially thought. Not like a lot more than I knew, you know. And so my teachers were really helpful, to be honest, in like guiding me towards a college that had a dietetics program. And so I ended up going to Texas Women's University up in North Texas. Um, if you know where the University of North Texas is, uh, UNT, um, it's in Denton and that's also where TWU is. So I went to TWU and I got my bachelor's in nutrition and dietetics. I also did my internship there and I got my master's degree there as well. So it was super interesting studying dietetics as a Filipino American at a university that didn't have a ton of Asian representation. Um, I think it's like less than 10% of the student population, um, like not just undergraduate, but also graduate studies um, identified as Asian. So, and just to provide some clarity as to like what the dietetics, you know, what dietetics is as a profession and as a study, um, I'll say this, it, it's really the science of how food and nutrition and what we consume affect human health. And so there was, and likely still is, a strong emphasis on what like a healthy plate or healthy eating should look like. And I think at the time that I was in school, um, I think the food pyramid was being phased out, or maybe it already had been. And the my plate was essentially taking its place. And so it was really interesting to learn about what what the quote-unquote perfect plate should look like because growing up with a Filipino mom who cooked all the time you know if you maybe you have Filipino friends or you are Filipino yourself you can probably totally relate to this there's always food always home-cooked food and you know we like to have that community um, gathering around like social interactions are always revolving around food and so a lot of the foods in the cultural dishes that I grew up eating, just when I was in college studying, they weren't considered healthy. And to be honest, I just wasn't exposed to a lot of these like popular health foods or like what people call superfoods nowadays, um, like kale or spirulina or chia seeds, things like that. Wasn't exposed to those things until college, like until reading about them in textbooks, hearing about them in presentations and, and whatnot. So I will say like I did feel that pressure to fit in and uh, like conform to those standards and those expectations of healthy eating just as a, a nutrition and dietetic student. Um, so it was it was uncomfortable and I eventually learned to love exploring that side, the, the food and culture side of dietetics. Um, my own, of course, and then also of others. And even though it was like uncomfortable and I didn't really feel like I fit in a lot of the times, um, I wouldn't change my experience at all because it's really made me the practitioner that I am now. 
And it also, it helped me realize that I really love working right there at the intersection of food meets health meets culture and just helping others figure out what's going to work for them. Like what's going to work for you, your health, your goals and your preferences, whether it's like cultural preferences, taste, uh, religious preferences, things like that. So you can make changes to your diet you can be super restrictive and lose X amount of pounds and X amount of days, but does that really support you and your long-term health? Um, is it going to last? Do you know why you did it? Um, you know, there's a lot of questions to be asked, but that's probably another topic for another episode. Um, and one other thing that I wanted to share in this little introductory episode was just more about the qualifications of dietitians and what really like sets us apart as nutrition experts in the world. The Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics actually has a really awesome webpage about this and I can link it in the episode notes but the base qualifications to become a registered dietitian include a bachelor's degree um, with approved required coursework which a lot of the initial coursework was similar to like what what other healthcare professionals studied, of course, up until a certain point, and then we would like branch off into more like degree specific stuff. And so there was heavy emphasis on science, of course, and then like human anatomy and physiology, um, soci- sociology and psychology, and all the and then you know. The further you get into the degree, the more advanced those nutrition courses were. So um, the other thing is you have to apply and complete a supervised um, practice internship. And so I actually did mine at the same college that I got my my bachelor's and master's degree at. So it was super focused on clinical nutrition and medical nutrition therapy. But I also was fortunate to have like a a nice variety of experiences. So ranging from like clinical nutrition to school food service, community nutrition, um, outpatient addiction and eating disorders to the supermarket and media, things like that. So I had a really nice um, internship experience, even though it was unpaid, which most dietetic internships even nowadays, are, are remain unpaid. Um, and then after the internship and successful completion of that, you have to pass a national exam. So similar to a lot of other professions out there where there's like a board exam, um, it's pretty rigorous and it covers all aspects of dietetics. So you've got to really know your stuff. Um, and then... Once you pass that, there's ongoing, like, continuing education requirements just to maintain your RD credential. And so some states also have licensure requirements, but it's just different, like, state by state. So that's something you would need to look into if whether you're a dietitian yourself or you are looking for a dietitian to work with. Just That's just another thing to think about. Um, and then... More than, I think more than half is the last statistic I saw, but more than 50% of dietitians today have degrees beyond a bachelor's degree. 
but in um, just two years from now, actually, so in 2024, all new and incoming dietitians will have to have a master's degree. Um, that's kind of a controversial subject within the profession that I just won't even get into because there's not a lot of time or I don't want to spend my time on that topic. So that's all I'll say about that. But beyond like the formal coursework and training, we have, we also have specialist certifications. So like in specific areas of practice, so like diabetes care and education, pediatric nutrition, uh, cancer care, renal or kidney care. And then, you know, the list can go on. So there's, there's that as well. You can find specialist dietitians if that's something you want to look for or it's something you want to get into for yourself. But all of that um, goes to show, in my opinion, that dietitians are really uniquely qualified you know, as the nutrition experts um, because of the strong education background, the internship or like field training, you can think of it as that, um, the rigorous practice exam, and the continuing education requirements. I think all of that really, you know, supports this idea that dietitians are really like a step above other quote-unquote nutrition experts or nutritionists out there. Um, Because I will say all dietitians are nutritionists, but not all nutritionists are dietitians. So we really are, like, we have this lifelong requirement to keep learning and keep progressing as a profession and as an individual in the profession, because the field of nutrition science, um, like dietetics is still fairly new. You know, it's fairly new science compared to like biology and microbiology, chemistry and physics. It's still really new. So as with any like scientific study, the field continues to grow and the science just always evolves, right? So things change as we learn more, discover more, learn differently, Um, So it's important to have that requirement for the lifelong education. Um, So in addition to all that, like dietitians can really translate the research and the science into practical advice and safe advice. I think emphasis on safe because a lot of people are out here pushing things that are just like not based on science, not backed by any evidence and they're just out here giving shitty unsafe advice. So just keep that in mind. You know, my, my tip for you, if you were just to, you know, walk away from this podcast with any like practical advice from me is just be weary and cautious about who you get your nutrition advice from. Um, you know, whether you watch like the doctors or you watch um, The View or maybe you listen to a lot of podcasts that kind of dive into health and wellness or books you read, things you see on Facebook or Instagram, just be, you know, a little bit more cautious with who's providing the information, what's, you know, their background, what's their motive, um, what's the science, and if you need help with the science to seek, you know, seek help from an expert, seek help from a dietitian who can help kind of um, discern the science and and give you something that's practical. So 
I will end um, this episode here, but if you have any topic suggestions for future episodes, um, definitely send me a message on Instagram, and and I'll be sure to link my Instagram account here, Um, and you can also send me an email, but I would love to hear from you and what you guys want to hear about in the coming episodes. Um, I have like a little, you know, content calendar, of course, for ideas. But of course, if something is on your mind or you want to hear more about it, let me know and I'll be happy to to talk about it myself or bring on guests who I can have a more of a discussion with. And again, thank you so much for tuning into this very first episode of mine. It's much appreciated. You guys are super awesome and I hope you'll have a great day. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to hit that subscribe or that follow button if you haven't already. That way you don't miss when I upload new content. And speaking of content, I would love to connect with you on Instagram too. So you can find me there at positively.hungry. Until next time, y'all.